We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. In 2003, Nike signed 13-year-old Freddie Adu to a seven-figure contract. But Freddie didn't live up to the hype. He has turned down every single documentary project looking closely at the details of his career. Until now. People are going to look at everything you did because of the hype surrounding your arrival and what they think you can be. I'm Grant Wall, and this is American Prodigy, Freddie Adu, from Blue Wire Podcasts. You know, before we get into the game, obviously just, um, you know, we've got a lot to be uh, thankful for here, you know, health, family. So I hope everybody has a good Thanksgiving. Um, you know, I'm just really appreciative of my family, my wife, my kids. My wife does a lot behind the scenes. And, uh, you know, from that standpoint, uh, you know, I appreciate her a lot. So, um, you know, obviously the game wasn't how we wanted it to go. And, uh, you know, we didn't play well enough. And, and, you know, those situations that come up, we got to do a better job in. And, uh, you know, it's... It's not not good enough, and uh, we know that. We got to go play better. So. Blue Liar. Touchdown, Detroit Lions! Lakers turns, gives to Eckler. He tries to go up and up. Oh, oh, Yo, what is going on guys? Welcome back to episode 147 of the Pride Podcast. I got Malcolm with me today. Tyler can't make it today. Uh, Malcolm, how you doing? How was your Thanksgiving? Uh, my Thanksgiving was good. Uh, uh, how was it? <laughs> um, yeah, that game kind of ruined my Thanksgiving. But I mean, besides that, the food was great. Everything was great. Um, spending time with family was good. But man, that game was... It was... I mean... I expected it, but it is what it is, man. It's just yeah, the Lions, man. Yeah. Um. Be- before we get started, uh, this episode is sponsored by Indeed, Pepsi, and Bet Online AG. All right, Malcolm, you just rewatched the game. Um, you want to give us like your brief thoughts about it or something? Just give us like what are your thoughts on the game? Let's start with the offense. What did you think about the Lions' offense? There's there's no identity. And that's that's is clear that they have no idea. They don't know what they want to do. They don't know if they want to. I mean, like the first half, you saw creativity. You saw right. they started doing trick plays. They started the passing on first down. Like what? Where was this all year? Right. And then it's like 
the second half, they was like, oh, um, this is not really working too well. Even though the game is it was tied. They was like, um, let's keep the, the ball out of Deshaun Watson's hand. Let's, let's just run it every single play. Right. And, yeah, that that didn't work. And it just, it's clear. This team just has no identity. They don't know what they want to do. Yeah. And, and to me, like, when I was watching the game, like, in the third quarter, it felt like the Lions didn't trust their receivers that much for whatever reason. Just to me, it felt like that because they weren't passing the ball. Even the two-minute offense. Did you notice before the second half, the two-minute offense, what they were doing? They had so much time off on the clock. They burned it all and ended up punting as well. Yeah. And another big thing I noticed is that um, the Texans and Deshaun Watson, they, they kind of they figured this out. They figured out that, oh, um, Detroit Lions' base defense is extremely slow. So yeah. Deshaun Watson was just passing on those first and second downs. And he had all day. Like, he literally sat there and just had all day to see, you know, he went through all his reads, see who he wanted to throw the ball to, and he had the time to do so. Yeah. It's just this, 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 this scheme, this, this, the, 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 the team, I mean, everything is just not good right now. The defense is just, they're horrendous. They're just so yeah. bad that I don't, even know, I don't even know what to, like, what, like, what we have like five, probably like five interceptions off the year. It's probably like six total, total interceptions. I'm not sure, but it's not like the lines are not generating a lot of turnovers. That's uh, no, Doron Harmon has two. He's leading the league, leading the team with two, and then it's like three of the players with one. I mean, we we don't generate turnovers. Like we, I mean, we had yeah, we had a f- fumble, you say, but we don't get any interceptions. Like this team is just. They they did versus the Colts. They did get some picks, but like both of those throws, I mean, one of them was really bad. The other one was kind of questionable, but uh, that was a backup quarterback. But Deshaun Watson literally uh, destroyed. And then when you go when you look at the Lions, though, the way they started, they started off hot, right? They they got a three and out on defense, I believe. And then I don't know if it was a three and out, but they got a stop on defense. Offense came, marched down the field, scored, and then you have like three turnovers. All one after another. You had a, I believe the first one was a, um, was it a Stafford pick, JJ Watt? Yeah, that, that was that was the start of yeah, the the of yeah. everything that went bad. I mean, it was a good play by JJ Watt, man. I mean, yeah. I don't really put that much on Stafford. I mean, I just have another question: Why are they running a screen pass to Jason Cabinda? That's just that's just my only question about that play. Why is Jason Cabinda out there for a screen pass? It, it, well, he was he was the hot read pretty much. So he was he was rolling the flats, and just in case if something were to happen, he's your hot guy. So you you know you sling it to him. But you know he was in a good he was in passing lane. He jumped up and tipped the ball to himself and got the interception, man. Yeah, and then uh, the other one was a Jonathan Williams fumble or. Did I say his name right? Williams? Jonathan Williams? Yeah, yeah. 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 So uh, in camp, there was issues with his fumbling, but he he did like show some uh, some like potential, but there was some issues with fumbling. And then uh, obviously he came into the game and fumbled the ball. And then carry on as well had a fumble. The thing is, bro, I think with this running back by rotation thing, it's hard to get going when guys are coming in and out. Like, you need to have a groove, right? Most running backs, like, it's really hard when, oh, I'm in for two plays, next side comes, he's in for two plays, next side comes, he's in for two plays. Like, roll with the hot hand. Yeah. And, and that's and what I like, yeah. They, they kind of they did that, kind of, because, um, not really, because it was still was, they were still splitting carries between carry-on and um, 
and Adrian P. Yeah, I mean the the running game didn't do that bad. I mean they're getting plays. I mean they didn't do that bad, but it's just it's not enough, man. They just need to have an identity. This team just need to know what they want to do. And right now they just don't know what they want to do. Like without Swift, without without um Kenny Galladay, you could tell this team is just lost. Yeah, and then. And then, like, another thing is, like, in the first half, I believe Hoxton had, like, 70 yards or 75 yards, and then they just go away from him. Yeah. And, but, and like, I mean, I, I don't know why do you do that. Like, just keep feeding your hot guy until, like, until the defense does something. And it didn't really look like the defense did much. Like, the Texans were just. That's the thing. I don't know. I don't know. Like, when I, when I would watch, I had to, I wanted to rewatch the game to kind of see if I saw anything like that. And um, I, I just, I just. Didn't know why they went away from TJ Hawkinson. And look, even if a team takes out your best player out of the game, there is ways you can make him still involved. Like, you draft a guy that just because the defense tries to take him out doesn't mean you stop going to him. If the yeah. Texans did that, I don't really remember. I'm, I'm not going to rewatch this game because my eyes will leave. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, it was, it, was, it was painful. I mean, the first half, of, you know, I watched the first half and we we're in the game. It was a damn near tight game. And this two-minute offense literally pissed me off, though. I, I mean, before they have that, that two-minute offense was brutal. They didn't call a timeout. Uh, they ran the ball. They burned the clock. Then they ended up punting. So that 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 was really bad. And then um, another thing that I like. How about so that fourth and one? Quarter, How about that fourth and one play, bro? Oh my gosh! A dive <laughs> play to Jason Cabinda, halfback dive, whatever you want to call it, inside run. <laughs> Oh, why oh did they do that? Why did they just run? I mean, Adrian Peterson was giving you yards. Why not just hand him the ball? You know I like on fourth and one, I, I know Stafford's hurt, and maybe that's why they didn't do it. But the like the best play to call on fourth one is a quarterback sneak. Yeah. And maybe because Stafford is hurt, they don't they don't want to call that. And I understand that, but like Jason Cabinda, dude, like dude, try something else. Like throw a quick pass to a wide receiver or something. I'd I'd have been more comfortable running right up the gut with just your running back, man. That Even play hasn't it, worked out that well this year, though. I mean, you look at the, the the plays on the goal line when they had Adrian Peterson in the goal line. He scored yeah, two touchdowns, work. and it worked there. So I mean, just hand him the ball. It's the same thing. Hand him the ball. Fourth and <laughs> one, just hand him the goddamn ball. Have yeah. him bend as you as you lead block, and and hand him the ball and have him run right. Just get one damn yard. Yeah, that, that's. I mean. But I, you, you hand the ball off to Cabinda, you're taking away your lead block, and you just have Cabinda, and now you just relying on your offensive line, you know? That that's it, it limits everything. It's just so dumb, man. Yeah. So like then let's go like into the third quarter. This this is where like I was really angry. Like so the Lions, I forgot the exact score, but but they were down to the Texans and they ran the ball for like seven minutes. They controlled the clock for seven minutes. But they're not leading. They were acting like they had a lead. And then they just kick a field goal. And then like you see the Texans, they're up and they're passing the ball around and staying aggressive all game. That's the difference between playing aggressive and playing scared or playing conservative. I don't know um, what the Lions are doing with Stafford. I've said this before. I don't think he's a game manager and they're making him into something he's not. I think he's a gunslinger. You let him spread it out, let him throw the rock. And it's just, um, it's tough, man. Like they're not playing to Stafford's strength right now. He's not like a game manager. He just isn't. You know, we set this too with Caldwell towards the end and Jim Bach Hooter. Feels like we're saying it again with Bevel and Matt Patricia. Like, Stafford is not a game manager, so stop turning him to something he isn't. He's a gunslinger. Let him throw the ball around. 
go deep, go short, whatever. But don't run the ball like constantly with him at quarterback, and then on third and long, he's going to get killed because you can't call plays. You know, you do run, run, pass. That's really bad. That's bad for the quarterback. That's bad for the offense. And it's it's just bad football. Yeah, yeah. I mean, is it's just not working. And again, it just goes goes to show that they just don't have they don't have an identity. Another thing I want to bring up is um their defense and oh, <laughs> I mean the defense in, in in the second half of the game, bro. The second half of the game is it looked like they just went straight cover one, and it's sad because even and, you know a former Lion player, Darius Lay, went on Twitter and said, "Man, those those corners hamstrings must be on fire with all those with all that man coverage." Even even he said it like like he's just sitting back watching the game, eating, you know, having his Thanksgiving, watching the Lions game, and just sitting back, probably laughing. Yeah, if you think about the Lions injuries in the secondary, Roberts is on IR with a hamstring, Coleman was on IR with a hamstring, Trufant was on IR with a hamstring, and Akuda missed some games with a hamstring. So maybe he has a point there. Um. But they've also said like a lot of these soft tissue injuries happened because there wasn't a lot of um a lot of time. So like in yeah. training camp and stuff like that. So yeah. Yeah, man. I mean I, I it, it's it's uh, I, I don't I don't know, man. And then they just put these guys on the island. Like, you know you can tell that th- this team, man, is like on defense. You can't you can't put a money warrior on the island with, with Will Fuller. You just can't do that. Yeah, I don't know. Then, I don't know why they they will even think that would be okay. And then, like, you look at the Lions' issues all of this season. Like, just forget that mind thing. But what do they always get beat on third downs? Always crossing routes. And it seems like this has never been fixed. And they're so stubborn, and they continue to do it even though it's not working. Honestly, every third down play, the Lions get beat like by a crossing route. It's really getting frustrating at this point. Also, on um, I believe it was like second and 24 or first and 24 i forgot but the lions had their run package and i don't know if you noticed that like when it's second and long bro or it's first and long bring in your pass rushers like a running back is not going to get 24 yards on the first play if he does good for him but we me and tyler talked about this and i think you listened to it. i don't know if you did but we said the focus should be coming into the game uh bring keeping your pass rushers in stopping the pass don't don't worry about the run who cares about the run this game but they, they didn't really do that. They actually first and second down. It was their big their their big uh their big package, right? We always talk about that big package. That package can't risk the passer, and that's the issue now. So what teams are doing is they're calling a lot of play action on second down, and Detroit's linebackers are biting as well, and their safeties are biting, and then everyone's playing man coverage. So the back end, everyone's like wide open. Yeah. All, all the receivers are open. That that's a big problem. And there's no pad rush, and they just have all day. They don't have to do a play action. They could just call hike and just come straight out as a passing play, and there's just gonna be no, there's gonna be no, um, no pass rush. Well, the linebackers are bad. They when when it's like when it's uh, when it's a play action, they kind of freeze, right? They, they like they bite on it, and then the receivers. I mean, Texans have some speed guys, Cooks, Fuller, yeah, whatever. It's so just, the, who 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 is it like who? Is this Udlin? Like did, like how much blame do you put this on Udlin, or or how much blame do you put this on? Um, Patricia. We as far as this in, defense, I mean, this defense said, is just, is, yeah, it's worse. Yeah, we said coming in that this is still Patricia's defense. Even though Udlin's here, maybe he'll like do a little different stuff. We've seen just a little zone this year, not not that much. I think there should be more. But but even if they play zone, um, they they don't practice it, so they're not even good at that. They're just not um, 
they're not well coached. That they could fall on Unlin, on Patricia, both of them. All of them. Um, the linebackers are awful, right? You have Jamie Collins, who has like shown, but other times has like disappeared as well. Inconsistent. Um, Jared Davis looks like he might have a role at Jack. I don't know. I don't think he's a he's a Mike anymore. He played really good at Jack, man. He yeah, he got a sack. Yeah, so it looks like he might have a future there, which is good for him. And then uh, Jelani Tavai is just, I don't care what the hell his PFF score was, 62 or whatever. I don't care about his PFF score. He's just slow. He's not <laughs> do, good. Do, do you know why he has that score? It's because he got the fumble recovery. He recovered the fumble. Uh, what, Boost up his score. <laughs> I mean, honestly, Jelani Tavai is awful. And then the Lions are also like giving up on their younger players. Tracy Walker snaps have went down. Jerron Curse has taken them. Um, I, I wouldn't give up on them, but they're trying to win now, right? Save their jobs, I guess. So they're rolling with the vets. It's just, it's just a mess, bro. Like, you know, I don't know. The de- defensively, like, it's a mess. And offensively, they have no identity. And even there was some issues on special teams this week as well. So it's like, I, 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 don't, I don't even know what to say anymore. Every, every week we say the same stuff. Same shit, same and shit. every week we get the same voicemails. And every week... um. We try to have a little kind of like Tyler and I both picked the lines because we thought Swift was going to play, but, but but he was out. And we said if he was out, we're probably going to lose. But um, it's just the same thing. It doesn't, it doesn't matter who the opponent is, who the quarterback is, um, who, whoever's out there, they're just going to destroy the lines. It doesn't matter if it's an XFL quarterback, if it's Mitch Trubisky, if it's Chase Daniel from last year. It honestly doesn't matter who's that quarterback. This team is was uh, really not coached that well. I mean, it's it's, it's a not a well-coached team it's just not yeah i agree with you man um before we jump into um the oopsie doopsie and ball of the week there's no baller (laughs) there has to be somebody oh before we jump into that just real quick i i know that there is some rumors about bob quinn and keeping his job and patricia staying into the offseason i know you have the news on that if you want to break that down real quick and, and let everybody know what's going on, on on that end. Yeah, so I don't really, like, have news. There's, just, like, rumors floating around. And even Dave wrote an article about it. He's like, Matt Patricia and Bob Quinn are going to be evaluated separately, which I, I don't really agree with, but okay. And then um, you had, like, a uh, you had a former uh, radio guy, Terry Foster. He's, like, well-connected. He used to be with 97 on the ticket, but he's not as negative. So he said they're, like... He made some calls, or I don't know what he said, but Patricia is going to be gone. Quinn and Rod Wood are actually tied together, and not Patricia and Quinn. So it's not Quinn Tricia, it's Quood. Quood. <laughs> that oh, makes man. sense. Um, I don't know how true that is. Again, this is just a rumor, but just putting it out there. Um, if Bob Quinn comes back, like, what is ownership doing? The same thing they've been doing for sixty years. Yeah. Same thing. Uh, same thing. Oh, Malcolm, I want to bring up one more thing before we go to commercial break. Actually, let's go to commercial break and then. I want to bring up something else. We get into the oopsie doopsie and baller if there is one. <laughs> yep. Thanks to the natural athleticism or commitment or overbearing sports parents, fewer than 1% of 1% of 1% of people will ever play professional football. But instead of entering the NFL, they join another league, the League of Football Watchers. This football season will be different, and Pepsi is here to get you ready for game day, no matter how you watch. Whether you're in your basement, watching the Detroit Lions in your Lions man cave, or 
If you're deciding to crash your neighbor's house, there's an arch rival of your favorite team. Why are you here, big dog? We don't even like the same team. Pepsi is the refreshment you need to power through the day through any game day. Because Pepsi isn't made for those who plays the game, it's made for who watch it. Pepsi, made for football watching. Twenty twenty has already reshaped how we work, and it's almost over. Businesses across the globe are challenged to be their most efficient, which means every hire is crucial. Indeed is here to help. Indeed is the number one job site in the world with more total visits than any other job sites, according to Comscore. Indeed helps you find quality candidates quickly, so you can focus on hiring the person you need to keep your business going. You only pay for what you need. You can pause your account at any time, and there is no long-term contracts. And now, Indeed's new way of matching you with candidates instantly delivers a short list of quality candidates whose resume on Indeed match your job criteria that you can contact the moment you sponsor a job, making Indeed the only job site that can move as fast as you do. Right now, Indeed is offering our listeners a free $75 credit to boost your job posts, which means more quality candidates We'll see it fast. Try Indeed with a free $75 credit at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. This is their best available offer anywhere. Go right now to Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Offer valid through December 31st. Terms and conditions apply. And we're back. All right. I, I just want to, like, just say something. Get something off my mind. Yeah, get why off your chest, bro. Get off your chest. Why is Patricia still employed and Bob Quinn? I just want to say this. They said um, they haven't played. They want to play meaningful games in December, and the Lions aren't playing meaningful football games in December. They've blown a lot of fourth quarter leads uh, under Patricia. Uh, what is like ownership waiting for? Right, they're thirteen twenty nine and one, last place every year of the North. They've been blown out by bad teams. You know, um, you have like this defensive guru supposedly, right? And this guy came and generate a pass rush or stop the run. They're awful in man coverage. Like we said, they always get beat by crossing routes and rub routes. And it doesn't matter who's playing, right? It could be like P.J. Walker. It could be Mitch Trubisky. It could be you, Malcolm. It won't matter. You know? they ha- These issues haven't been fixed. Yeah, I'll, I'll carve them up. <laughs> and they're not good in zone, like like we said, because they rarely practice that. Um, And then on offense, they are trying to make Stafford something he's not right. He's not a game manager. He's a gunslinger. And they're trying to run the ball with AP. AP, like nothing against him, but the but the guy just isn't good right now. He's he's a first battle hall of fame. A lot of respect for him. But um it's just not working. And then they're also they're not uh, utilizing the tight end they drafted at eight, right? And then they're so stubborn on both sides of the ball. We're gonna run the ball, we don't care. We're just gonna keep running and running and running with AP, even though that, that doesn't work, but we're just gonna keep doing it. On off on defense, we're just gonna keep playing man. It doesn't matter, we're gonna keep doing it, even though we don't have a pass rush, we're just gonna play man all day. Right. And then they continue. They like. And then Bob Quinn, bro, like his free agent signings have been horrible. A lot of them. I'm not going to name them because I don't want to. There's a long list. And then the draft, he's been average and average doesn't win football games. And I think he should be fired as well, because when he took the job, they always said he had Patricia in his back pocket. This was his vision. This is like how he wanted the team to look or whatever. And that's where we are now. So Bob Quinn is a part of the blame as well. Is he? (laughs) Yeah, that's like that's just what I want to get off my chest a little. Like these guys shouldn't be employed, but but they are, and like the rumors are, they're waiting until after the season, and Bob Quinn could stay. So that that's where we are right now, and that's where we are with this ownership. And I got to be honest with you, if Sheila keeps Bob Quinn, 
I, I don't trust her anymore. It's hard to be a fan when that happens. It, it really is. Yeah, I mean, and, and they even do that. Like, do they even rebuild, or is it going to be a retool? Like, they're going to keep the same, the same scheme and try to bring another guy that could do a better job at what they wanted to do and <sighs> slow linebackers and more Tavais and. You think all this is going <laughs> to... Oh, my gosh, man. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, like, so Tyler was joking with us on text earlier that they're going to hire Bill O'Brien. Like, imagine oh, that no. happened. Oh, no. Please, no. <laughs> Anyways, let, let's just uh, see if these rumors are true. I just hope they're not. But, I, again, I, I don't know what Sheila's going to do. We don't We don't know what she'll do. We'll see. Um, the, the thing is, and I just want to say real quick that there's a lot of people defending Bob Quinn, and I, I don't, I don't get it. First of all, I mean, I know a lot of people are saying, "Oh, um, a lot of GMs need, need two hires," which I think, yeah, I, 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 I'm not, I'm not, I'm not fully with that. I mean, if, if he comes in here and 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 then fires Patricia like right now, I'll probably be like, okay, maybe, I'll say maybe. But he's sitting back watching this and just allowing this to continue and allowing it to torture the fans. Why do you want this? He's torturing us, guys. He's sitting here, sitting back, watching all this happen and doing nothing about it. Look, Why do you want really this guy hard. here? It's really hard to fire your best friend. It's like we're in a we're in a we have an organization. Then nobody just nobody wants to fire each other. Like Sheila doesn't want to fire Bob Quinn. Bob Quinn doesn't want to fire Patricia. It's like, what the fuck are we doing right now? Man? <laughs> it's like they hired their best buddies and now now nobody wants to fire each other. We're sitting back and we're all being tortured. You're being listeners, you're being tortured. You, I, I know like every game sucks to you right now. I'm being tortured. Honestly, at this point, I mean is losing even bad, bro? Just just get the high pick, like for real. Like even if they win, like, what are we gonna get out of it? We're already out. So <laughs> I hate. I'm not like. I'm not like. I'm not saying like if they win, I will. I will be pissed. But like at this point, they have nothing to play for. Let me ask you Seriously. a question. What what happened if there's <laughs> what happened? This is a part of their plan, and they're saying, okay, let's let's just tank. Um, it could be like maybe she like kind of what the Jets are doing. The Jets are just striding with Gaze until the end of the season. Um, it could be that again. I, I don't know what ownership is thinking. Maybe they're thinking like, "This guy can't win a football game. Might as well just stick with him. We get a high pick." I don't know how they're thinking. I'd be shocked if they thought like that because um, they've. I don't know what the Fords do, bro. They're quiet. They don't say shit to us. They haven't even released a statement. Mm-hmm. Like at least just release a statement. And say we're angry. Um, this yes. is not acceptable. Just even if you don't fire him, just do something. Say something. Show your but, face. Act like you care. Well, she did show her face. You see, she was covering her face. Yeah, she was covering her face. Hey, shout out to the Lions photographer. I forgot his name. I think uh, I don't, I don't know his name. Whoever much. caught that, whoever caught that is a real MVP, man. The, line, that's just, the Lions photographers, yeah. That's just, that's just a photo of how we feel. Yeah. If she can, if she literally can't watch, how 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 do we feel as fans? Yeah, and like I'm starting to think like. If they actually care, um, they're they're not releasing a statement. Mm-hmm. Um, they are not making no changes right now. Nope. It's Saturday. Um, yesterday they said they had the day off, but today there was like rumors they had some workouts scheduled. So I'm guessing the coaches and uh, front office isn't off, but the players might be. So I don't know, man. I don't, I don't know, Malcolm. Yeah, I don't know, man. This is, I guess, this jump into the oopsie doops and bother. <laughs> 
of the week. Okay. Um, there is no baller of the week. What? Nobody? No. Nobody? nobody? Nope. I mean, who deserves it? Um, let's see. Who deserves it? Um, uh, Ode Bushi. No. No. Um, Muhammad Sanu. No. I mean, he, he came The guy was late. dancing when he scored a touchdown down 20 points or whatever it was. He was just happy to be on the field, bro. Because they didn't, give, they didn't give him a shot. He, he's a guy who should have played. Why, why not start the guy? He came in and he was immediate production. No, he's not getting baller of the week. Um, no one's getting it. No one's getting it. Wait, man. Adrian Peterson had two touchdowns. No, it was like five carries and eight yards, two touchdowns. That was like his thing. Like when they first started the game, when he had this two touchdowns, like five, eight, two. No. Damn, is this going to be the first week ever no ball of the week? Yeah. Wow. No ball. Okay. The get mad at me. There, there is one guy, but he kind of disappeared. I don't know if that's coaches on him, but it's Hawkinson. Let's give it to, let's give it to Hawkinson, man. Let's give it to Hawkinson. Let's say Hawkinson is a baller of the week. I mean, he is he, he might be our only Pro Bowl player on the team right now. That, that's debatable. Decker and Ragnow. Decker had Decker like and Ragnow last week, but Decker and Ragnow should be and Jack Fox. That, that's about it. They should be. Yeah. Now, will they get in? Um, I don't think anyone else really deserves it on the team. No one on the defense deserves it. Absolutely nobody in defense deserves it. Um, on offense, I mean, the quarterback doesn't deserve it. I, I like Stafford, but he does deserve it. The wide receivers, Kenny has been hurt. He doesn't deserve it. Yeah, it's just... Uh, Ragnow, Decker, Fox, and um, Hawk. And Hawk. Yeah. I mean, it's actually the leading uh, NFC for votes right now and yeah. for tight ends. So. Exactly. So this is just make Hawk the, uh, the ball of the week, man. All right. Come we'll on. give it to Hawk. Let's give it to Hawkinson, man. <laughs> let's go, man. All right. All right. Let's go into the oopsie doopsie of the week. Sad song for you on the world's smallest violin. Tyler's job. This is Tyler's job. What's up, Mr. Krabs? <laughs> Mr. Krabs, what's going on, man? Oh, man. So the Oopsie Doopsie of the Week. This is tough because there's a lot of people that could. A lot of, there's a lot of candidates. A lot of, a lot of people. Um, Can I give you one that didn't play? You're going to give me an Oopsie Doopsie that didn't play? Yes. Did Tell you? me if you would think, like you. You give me some names. Let me let me give you a couple names. Yeah, give me. Get, go ahead, man. Get, shout shout it out. I just want to know how they. Four. <laughs> Bob Quinn. Sheila Sheila Ford. I mean, you know what? Yes, this this oopsie doopsie of the week is going to go to ownership. This is going to go. This is going to go high. This is going to go deep. So this is going to go to the ownership. This is going to Sheila Ford. This is going to Sheila Ford covering her face. This is going to Sheila Ford, and, and the reason why is because. She's not showing any of the fans that she gives a shit, that she cares about what's going on right now. This, I've called this many times, called this a circus. This is the greatest show on earth. This is the Ringling Brothers. This is how bad it is right now. This is the greatest show on, this is the Ringling Brothers. This, this, our team is just a circus. And they're sitting back and they're, they're, they're watching it and eating popcorn, covering their faces, drinking margaritas, and not caring, not telling anybody. You know how they feel, or, or or the vision of this team. It just everything just looks bad. So yeah, the oopsie doopsie of the week is going to Sheila Ford. Yep. Yep. And then co oopsie doopsie Matt Patricia. 
Yeah, and whoever whoever the hell called that fullback dive bevel was it? <laughs> whoever called that fullback dive, you automatically become Uti Dutsi. That was just one of the worst play calling at the time. At I don't even know why I would. Nothing. I think you should just make a podcast about bevel. Like bevel, just call it fucking bevel and just <laughs> roll with it. <laughs> that would like, be hilarious. We haven't ran a fullback dive all year. Why would you? Why? Why? You know they try to get too cute and think like um like. Too cute. Sometimes it's like too ugly. Kind of like it, it doesn't work. They like they've never ran it. That's probably why they did it. Catch defense off guard. Didn't catch no one off guard. They, they just try to get cute, you know. Like they get um, cute in a lot of their shit. Like Lamar last week, they got cute with the Stafford read option. They do stupid shit. So oh, like, you're yeah. like, what the hell are we doing? Like you know, they get they try to get cute. Um, and sometimes shit works, sometimes shit doesn't. But but they did they did actually bring out a couple trick plays. My thing is, why do they wait until they're losing to bring those out? Yeah. Yeah. And why did they stop going away from it? I mean, the, the plays were working in the first half. Yeah, I mean... I mean, the one Agnew passed to Stafford didn't, didn't kind of didn't, didn't really work, but... I thought that was a catch, but that's just me. I don't know what the rules are. I don't even know what the hell a catch is anymore. The NFL rules are so, like... They say you gotta... It looked like a catch you gotta take, you gotta, yeah, take, yeah, take Yeah, take enough steps. You gotta make a football move and... I guess they're saying he didn't make a football move. But it looked like his butt was down, wasn't he down? Yeah. So, so like, I really don't, I, I don't, I don't know what it catches anymore. It's... I'm so confused. Yeah. Just don't know what it catches. All right, all right, guys. Uh, that's a wrap to episode 147. Um, hope you guys all had a great Thanksgiving, even though the Lions lost. Hope you guys are all staying safe during this time. And uh, I'm out. Peace. Alright y'all, and um, I want to apologize for the Detroit Lions for destroying or messing up your Thanksgiving if it did. I know a lot of people are probably very nonchalant about this team and probably don't give a shit no more because they already know the results. But if it just did mess up your Thanksgiving, um, I I just want to apologize for that. Yeah, I'm out. Peace. Football is back in full swing. You might not be at a game this year, but you can still be in on all the action at Bet Online. Bet Online is going an extra mile to make sure you get every possible chance to win this season. From game spreads and totals to teams, players, and coaching props, Bet Online gives you more options to wager than anywhere else. You can get in on their season opening bonus today and start wagering on wins, divisions, and championship features all day, every day. Head to BetOnline today and take advantage of all their great sign-up bonuses. Don't forget, use promo code BLUEWIRE at BetOnline.ag. That's BLUEWIRE, all one word. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. 
From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.